0: Yo, 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 what's up you guys and welcome, I go by the name Arnold and you're listening to the Making Sense Podcast. yo 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 yo! what's up guys welcome to another episode of the making sense podcast i go by the name arnold today will be the review of netflix's newest season of tubboy so i don't really know if it considers because there's only been two seasons so i don't know if it's it's probably we should call it like season four if it's really season two so it's like season two on netflix but it it really is season four because we already like the show existed prior netflix you know gaining the rights back and just building on what made the the show successful so without further ado let's just get straight to it so i will give you my overall take obviously we'll get into full details i think this new season of top boy is really interesting i feel like they were able to expand on everything that made like the new like the first season on netflix like the season two the netflix version that made it really compelling with all these new characters these great stories to be honest and carried by great performances all across the board but i felt like they were able to use all of that and just kind of push it further and not necessarily building on the characters that were introduced in the first season, but it's mostly about characters that either we saw in the first season or, you know, characters that were kind of uh, on the sideline, right? So, I feel like it was a really good and to be honest, really beautiful depiction of a very imperfect word. That's what Top 4 is about. That's, you know, giving us a take of the, quote unquote, London street life, like the roads, like they call it, or then the UK, right? So it's like the road man and road, you know, let's be inclusive road woman, right? So... It really is about, you know, the street life in this neighborhood called Summer House. And there's, you know, the, the struggle for power over the, the food, like they call it over there in the UK, like the, the drugs. And yeah, you always have like the top honcho, the top boy, uh, uh, Duchesne. And how by him kind of just being able to outsmart Jamie, he kind of became his daddy in a way, right? So it's a really, to me, just like my opinion, I feel like top boys really. Underrated show. I felt like if you were to compare *Top Boy* to many shows, that kind of does the same thing. Meaning, it's like dealing with like the street element. There's not just the street element, but mostly that. So you know, I would think it's really high in the hierarchy. I felt like shows like *The Wire* power uh i do not watch snowfall but i feel like it's kind of the same thing if you watch bmf the new season like the new show i feel like shows like this top boy is actually really really good right they have really great actors and great acting all across like the show so i feel like it's kind of you know underrated but yeah this new season you know it's like it it, it really is like the still notion about you know people going through like day-to-day life stuff but at the same time it like what comes with um doing that type of stuff like that don't make really sense but it's mostly about in a weird way in a beautiful way karma always catch up to you obviously like spoilers uh, like I, I don't i've put it in the description but obviously if you haven't watched like the show go ahead and watch it and come back when you're done but it's always the same thing it's really the karma that like, meaning all, all the stuff that you do at some point it will catch up to you, right? And although you still have like, like I said, different topic, but it's mostly about the streets and the consequences, like the roads. Let me just call it the roads now. The roads and the roads life, and the roadmen, and the consequences of living that life. You know, like just you can't really leave and just you know f- being left, uh, like just innocent. your innocence is bound to be just you know tarnished by being involved in those type of activities. Like, that's really my, my takeaway from it. So this new season, like I said, it deals with many things. We have, like, community, and that was something that they made a point of showing us with, you know, this the people from the Summer House being evicted by this new developer who really wanted to destroy and send them in all these, like, different places and just having this struggle, kind of this power struggle of the quote-unquote little people not being able to have them, their voices heard and having to fight to just, you know, maintain like, and it's to keep what they call home, right? As bad as summer house looks, it's still like some people really like, it's all they've known their whole life. They call it home. They have like the, the habits, they're just the family, the notion of community. So that specific point was really. Uh, they've made a point of showing us like what it was—the community summerhouse—and having to just fight against you know uh, the big guns as far as like the, the real powerful people. So that was kind of a interesting way for them to kind of depict this power struggle of like people, day to day people, what day to day people may sometimes have to go through. You also have, although I felt like it was less, in, in also, although I felt it was less intense this season the immigration topic you know with the 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 mother of uh, Atsa who gets deported really early on the season also as well the subject of like relationships especially toxic relationships again police brutality that was another thing but that was kind of like quick and also a question about loyalty and like the streets right like I said so the one bit of criticism I would give top boy this season is I feel like all the subjects that I just gave you were really interesting, especially when it came to the the, the, the questions about you know police brutality. I feel like we kinda have like we kinda had a really short glimpse of police brutality, racial profiling, all these things. But at the same time, but they never kind of really went full, like just they didn't really dig deep on that specific issue, meaning you just have the scene, the car scene where they literally get violated by the cops. Although you know the cops they kinda had quote-unquote a reason for them to do because you know they're kind of dealing drugs right but still you know the interaction with the police how over aggressive they are how they don't really just you know treat them like human it was kind of a a, it was kind of an anxiety boost for me to see but i I wish they would have kind of just you know delve on that specific subject more another one that i've another subject that i felt like was it was kind of a you know had mixed feelings towards It's like the the character of Jack you know uh uh, she's kind of became like took a huge importance that I would definitely I'm definitely bound to go get into like really because to me that's one of the highlight of the season but the, the character of Jack to me she was really interesting and not necessarily just her being homosexual was what made her interesting i felt like the character itself was interesting but you know having her being a victim of a hate crime because that's what it is and kind of just you know it's like they touch on it but they don't really you know i didn't want her to be like traumatized or type of stuff but you know it's like the way she shrugged it off i wish she would have had to you know deal it deal with it a little bit more and have to you know kind of explain her struggle because she's it's something that she says you know oh i have to deal with all my life but just it's kind of you only have like a throwaway line and there's nothing really like we don't really see anything else right and they kind of move from that specific point way after so you know that's that's what it was so i'll i'll go ahead and just give you guys like i said i will probably give you guys like the highlights of this season like the characters especially when it comes to characters the one that had the most and best impact to me right so the first one is jack like i said she's really there is a real evolution when it comes to like the first season the first season she definitely had some importance but in this one i feel like She was the central piece. You see her grow, a growth, especially within the organization of the chain that she kind of became her uh his um right hand man you know she kind of in a weird way took the place of sully a little bit meaning she's the one who called the shots there's nothing that really moves without her say so and she's the one who reports directly to the chain so she kind of became if you had to do like a ranking she kind of became number two right and that was really interesting to see that now she's the one who calls the shot you know that's really the breakout star for the season you know there's She's got so many stuff going on. Like I said, her relationship with uh uh the like the, her love interest, also the relationship with her sister, the relationship that she got with Sully. Sully kind of trusted her, trust her, but don't really you know know all the stuff that's going on, and he doesn't know that her sister's the reason why he almost got killed but she really stepped up, you know, and she gave, uh loads of ranking in organization. And, you know, she became this really reliable and trusted figure, right? She's like the backbone in a weird way. She's like the backbone of the organization. I wouldn't call it specifically like the mom because she's really not mom. You know, there's this really sweet yet really tough side of her. And I feel like the actress made a, such an amazing job i felt like the, the the writing materials was already on point but the character itself was so to me like just that she was so raw in her performances to the point that m- many times that she was on the screen you couldn't you was only seeing her right she was really taking all the place but in a really good way meaning like she's most of the scenes that she was she she was the one stealing the show and like I said, this season, that's probably if the first season of Tallboy was mostly about Jamie, I would think this season, maybe not just Jamie and Sully as well. But this, this season was mainly focused on Jack and who she was. We got so much more information of her background. We don't really see her parents like that, but still her relationship with her, with her sister and her relationship just inside and within the organization right so like i said it's like toughness but at the same time kindness like it's like both a, a kind of a balance right she's she really is a gangster if i'm being honest like she's like a road woman i don't know if that's how they call it but just she really is like tough a real gangster right like she doesn't you see when when it's time to go for action she's really ready all the time you see when when they get the kid like the couple of kids who just uh, assaulted her she just goes on and just beat the crap out of that little boy and just <laughs> to me, he kind of deserved it like obviously he deserved it but she just goes off and it's really to me the highlight of the season and there is the definition of someone's really loyal right like t- throughout like the, all the seasons of tubbo you always have this thing about it's the street life so there isn't really no real quote-unquote honor but yet she kind of comes off as someone who's not not only honorable but really reliable and loyal right and the reason why, although Sully and Deshane, you're not seeing eye to eye together, she's still the one who's able to maintain the shred of relationship they got, but just being the, the mediator. And I feel like her role was so important in that way. So she's a little bit tortured as well, you know, about, uh, Atza death, you know, like I said, she feels like responsible for that, for his death. Cause that's always the thing. That's one thing I don't really like about her boy is like how. It's probably like a real depiction of what's, how some of these organizations they go, but just, you know, going, recruiting little kids, that's, 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 that was like my main thing that I gen never liked, but it was like in the, or the old seasons or just even in the new and, She kind of has to carry the weight of the responsibility of that kid's death throughout the whole season. So, again, it's something that you kind of see. You really see different sides of Jack. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why she worked so well. Because you have so much different layer to the character. Like, the tough, the kind, but also, like, the tortured side of her. And, yeah, like I said, the question about her, like, sexuality wasn't really that important and it wasn't really stereotypical neither it was just her her being gay wasn't what defined the characters it was just like one of the just really the sexuality to be honest but yeah that's what made to me the characters so important in that season made a point of not wanting to be a victim even after she was like uh the, the victim quote-unquote of a hate crime you know because that's actually how you call her but yeah she's as tough as you can be and she's still a protector and always care for her sister as well the relationship with her sister out at the beginning she actually kind of is acting like she don't really care what will happen to her sister but still you know she's got love because you know that's family as as hard you want to act you know if you actually have like real relationship with your family it's always hard to kind of disregard if something bad is happening to them so she really has the role of a loyal uh, sister and really a protector as well so she's like the big sister and yeah to me that by far the highlight of the season right so now let's go with another character that also i really like the journey like i said spoilers ahead jamie obviously joe jamie kind of gets killed <laughs> this season <laughs> they just get straight to it aside from the fact that he gets killed i felt like jamie's journey was really interesting you know when you see him being released in prison, like the first season of Tallboy was really mainly about Jimmy, his relationship with his brothers, how he was kind of running the streets, like running the roads, and just being this kind of fearless leader, although he was really young, but he was really fearless and he was, you know, he had, the, he had that stuff unlocked, he had the roads unlocked. But from that time where he goes to prison, it's kind of like he comes on with a whole to a whole new dynamic right the dynamic change in the streets and in the roads sorry and dynamic also changed at home when he was just just him by just him going back to prison going to prison and coming back you see like his two d- brothers they're like they really the, the dynamic really shifted because it's like in a weird way they kind of resent him for going to prison, because the, he's made a point of being the only one uh, they've relied on, whether it's just being a brother, mother, and a father, and just one individual, and by just him going away, you see, they kind of, there's like they kind of became almost like their own entities, two little brothers, and they don't really... It's not that they don't respect him but they don't they're not as fearful of him as they were when he went to prison you see one of them, like his the middle brother on um, punch him in his mouth so you know that's how that's how little he, he's scared of his brother and just you know Stefan who's the little brother was really sweet in the first season you know now he's talking back he's talking crazy he's really acting like he don't really need his brother and that whole dynamic was really interesting to me to see because they all became really independent and that's the ponders the question when you come home when he came home and his two brothers that he almost basically raised they don't really need him he had to figure out what was like his place in the household right since he couldn't really provide as much and he kind of came back to what he was doing that meaning you know doing the drugs it was always it was always you know him having to figure out stuff like i felt like the the episode where he goes to morocco i, I don't know if it now i don't i don't know where it was it morocco what was it spain i don't know what like, the episode where he connects with that little boy who's trying to go because his sister i felt like was really a real touching moment but Yeah, going back to what I was saying, like, he's really had to go through many different changes, right? His youngest brother, he's really heading towards a bad direction, meaning he's kind of becoming like Jamie in a way. Because before Jamie went to prison, he was always focused on his studies, being, you know, humble, polite... And now it seems like just by him going in prison for six months, all that went away. He's just really doing whatever he wants and hanging out with the bad crowd and the bad people, right? So now the one super defiant and kind of, you know, he was really, like I said, he had the rose on luck. He kind of had to become more calm and more like reflective. You see how he handles the situation with Atsa, like the little kid who pretty much set him up he's, he, like, Jamie kind of became more wise, it's, like, almost, like, his time in prison helped him reflect on life, and just, not just on himself, but on on just, in general, have more of a uh, perspective on stuff, without just being too rash, or too just, you know, super, uh, super, like, angry all the time, like, kind of how he was in the first season and yeah like he, like i said he was the one they kind of relied that the, his little brother relied on so much and those two kids like their whole relationship towards the end of the season you you see that jimmy was kind of able to grow from all of the stuff that happened to him whether like he had to kill like his best friend he had to just kind of accept the fact that now the was like the the top boy and he had to just you know fall under him and it kind of a like to me the biggest takeaway from like Jamie's journey was him getting just not just the fact that he got killed but it was really the biggest lesson was like I said it's like karma always catches up to you there's really no expiration date on revenge that was like one of the biggest takeaway on that season although it was really hurtful like surprise quite shocking to be honest to see that when he, where he was at the, at that point of the season, there was like, you know, almost everything was going too good for him. You know, he had, all, even if he killed his best friend, but he had the great relationship with his brothers. He was able to make money working for the Shane. And when the, the character almost could have went to a whole different place, he kind of gets this, you know, karma back for all the stuff that he did. And he comes and kill him. So yeah, that was a kind of a bittersweet moment, but I felt like also the character gave us so much that maybe a third season, I don't know if there was like a whole different place for them, for them to just take the character now, right? So now let's go and talk about Dushane. I felt like Dushane, I felt like Dushane kind of became the, the head honcho of the organization. Like he's really tough boy, right? Really, although in pr- prior season, he was always that, it's like In this season, he's really in control. He's really making moves, right? It's like, if I had to compare him to other characters, I feel like in this season, he reminds me more of uh, someone like Ghost from Power, you know? It's a really interesting season for him because he has to do, like, he has loads of moral dilemma that he has to go through, right? Whether it's just the situation with him and his mom, whether it's the situation with Sully, whether it's just his relationship with Jamie... And it feels like although he tries his best to be detached, he still has feelings, right? You see with the whole community development and his involvement, although he's someone that comes from Summer House, the re- reaction of his mom kind of brings back his humanity in a weird way. But during the whole season, most of the season, it's almost like the kind of abandoned a side like... He was always, like, ruthless when he needed to be. But it's kind of like, this season, he's really cold, calculating, and really effective. Meaning, he does have no problem just killing people although the entire season the killing was always like his last resolve now It really seems like now he just he's just on the mission basically to become like this really like one of the biggest like uh, Drug dealer in just like the UK or whatever It's the most in control that we've seen the Shane B you know Trying to transition his way out of the drug game although everyone around him trying to bring him back Just you know, in this world, and trying to involve him in their issues, he really won't hesitate. Like this, like I said, it's a really cold and calculating Deshane that we have. You know, I mean, the most interesting thing to me, one of the most interesting thing about Deshane this season, was his relationship with Solly, because in. All, like, they always have, like, a tumultuous relationship. Sometimes they're ups and down. They're friends and not friends. But this season, it seems like this relationship is really broken. Like, broken beyond repair. And Sully has made, like, the conscious decision to remove himself from this whole world. And the same way, Duchesne kind of just trying, always trying to reach out and reel him back in. it it seems like their relationship is almost at a a point of no return, meaning they will never be friends. They also fight or whatever, but still, like, they're they're brothers. At the end of the day, they're really brothers, but still, this season, their relationship was so, again, kind of a weird dynamic, meaning it it was almost like they they were at odds. At some point, I genuinely thought they were going to go to war uh, against each other, but still, it seems like this season, you know... relationship kind of passed a whole new like it's like they're still friends i don't think they'll ever stop being friends but they have this weird like kind of dynamic because it's just, like they're friends frenemies in a weird way meaning they they always have they will always be loved for each other but they don't always necessarily agree to what one does with the other just reminding that you know Dushane is the one who orders Sully to kill like Driss, like one of their like, best friends like from the back in the day in the last season. I feel like Dushane kind of lost himself in the pursuit of money as well. Like I said, he was willing to sacrifice like the, 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 the neighborhood that he grew up in just to go ahead and make money. And that's like a main thing. Like I said, he wants to transition his way out of the drug game, meaning trying to make a little bit more legit money. But in that pursuit, he kind of has to become really ruthless and really distant and cold to the people that he loved and mostly the people that he knew. And the only thing that changes that is like the death of his mother that kind of brings back the human side of him, right? Now, let's talk about Sully. Sully, 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 Sully. Sully was really, again... If you compare it to the first season, like the first season of the Netflix version of Top Boys, the first season was really, I felt like that was probably one of the best storyline, the Sully storyline that he had in the whole show, meaning seeing him getting out of prison, having to deal with l- l- losing one of his friends, coming back in the game. And now in this season, you know, Sully is really haunted by death like, the death of his best friend, one of his best friend, Driss, you know, the the guy who ended up being the the, the snake, like, they're calling, like, the, pretty much, like, the snake, right, and he really takes a, a backseat in this season, if you compare to the first one, he's not, you know, really involved, he kind of gets involved by, because of the action of other people, but he's really passive in that season, meaning, he kind of he has to go through, like, he has to go through actions, but he's not really, um, he's not really, like, the, the first, what the fuck can I say? He's really not, he has to take a backseat this season, like I said. He's made a point of, you know, distancing himself from Duchesne and all of the street life because of just, you know, I felt like he can't had enough. Like I said, having to kill someone that was that close to him, and now you see that he go, lives on the boat, all that type of weird stuff. And the one thing that I felt like the the show kind of gave us a real, a really good portrayal is like how although you're trying to remove yourself from that life, there will always be either people or just you know consequences or even actions that will always bring you back in, you know? And that's what happened when his niece kind of came around asking for his help. And just by that specific action, he was brought back into this whole, like the whole circus about, you know, the the drug dealing uh, business. One of the recurring theme in this specific season is that no matter what you do or what you say, you can't really escape your past. That's one of the the context that's one of the lessons that you see jamie like he always have to you know deal with his own karma like i said uh no expiration date on revenge or just you know uh, on revenge yeah sully is someone that has seen a lot of death and i feel like the death that he has to see either he saw because of like the circumstances or he actually had to just deliver those, those deaths so now you see him he's kind of fed up with all of that and he just wants to let go just go back and just live on a boat you see there's a beginning of a romance with his like neighbor or whatever and he suffers from real trauma after seeing all this death around him seeing so many people getting killed sometimes actually having to kill people And he's really broken and that, you know, anguish, that pain is really eating him alive. And he's not able to escape like that specific, like that that feeling, right? So when he gets brought back in the game, he kind of has to tap into that side of him and he's not able to let go. And because he's not able to let go, he goes on and just, you know, ends up killing Jamie because of, you know as well him trying to kill himself trying to kill him so yeah it's like a sever like you you see as well like the severed relationship that he has with his daughter and he's always trying to just right all the wrongs that he did but he's not really successful at it there you you have it that's pretty much like the my take on this new season of top boy i hope you guys enjoy it and yeah peace Well, that's pretty much it for today, folks. I hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode, at least as much as I did making it. Uh, if you haven't, please go and subscribe to the podcast. I'm available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podchaser, and I am also available on Deezer. If you haven't as well, guys, please go and subscribe to my Facebook page. It's called The Making Sense Podcast. And yeah, that's pretty much it it for today thank you guys so much for the support don't hesitate to leave me with to review or comment i would appreciate it a lot and yeah